Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Shout out to Two Pilots Distillery, our sponsor this month. If you want to be a sponsor for the show, feel free to hit me up. Thank you to Red Circle for putting a little change in my pocket. You guys are awesome. Our Artist of the Week, uh, Jason, uh, Jesse Wayne Taylor. I fucked that up, my bad, dude, but it'll be all right. Uh, y'all go listen to him. He's on the show the other day. He has an amazing story. Speaking of amazing stories, I've got two with me today that are red, white, and fucking blue as it gets. They're funny. They're cool as hell. Uh, I don't, I don't boast up a lot of people who do poli- uh, political stuff on social media, but these two, they're informed as hell. They're funny, entertaining, and, uh. I like them. I like the shit out of them, so I'm excited I get this day. I've got Mr. Conservative Ant all the way from up in Chicago, right? Yeah, uh, unfortunately for right now, yeah, it's Chicago. (laughs) Yeah, don't feel bad, dude. I live in the what used to be the great state of Georgia, and uh, I feel your pain. Oh, (laughs) I know what it's like. And Miss Conservative Barbie, how are you doing, ma'am? I'm good. How are you? I am fine. I've been a fan of yours for the long time. Well, thank you. I appreciate Ooh. that. I did, I, but I did, but I didn't know who she was. Like I would see people share her stuff, and I, uh, me being the, uh, I call it monkey brain, not knowing no better, just see ball, hit ball, um, type of <laughs> mentality. I was like, damn. But then I started watching the stuff you posted, and I was like, she's cool as hell. Like more than just well, a pretty face, you. informed, intelligent. Uh, yeah, I kind of felt bad that I judged you right off the bat on that. Yeah, no, thank you. It happens a lot, but you know, I appreciate you you recognizing, and then you know that I, I have a brain. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I knew you had a brain from the beginning, Barbie. I knew it. Oh, thanks, Aunt. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't make it to the brain when I first saw you, but by the time I figured out you had one, I was. I, you uh, you had my attention. But be all both know there's a lot of people that post, especially political stuff on social media that are so full of shit and they're doing it, they're doing it for fucking people to follow them they don't believe the shit they're saying and yeah. uh i mean it's real easy for a very attractive woman or uh, someone from the gay community to post a picture with a trump flag and get a million fucking followers but they ask somebody asked them why they posted it and they don't have a story behind it the reason why <laughs> i'm extremely pulled to both of you and your social media is because anytime somebody comes at you or whatever, you have valid points, you have reasoning, you have facts, and it's pretty much you're fact-checking them and telling them to shut the hell up in the most polite way possible, and I fucking love it. We try to be polite about it, Josh, oh. but <laughs> that doesn't always happen to be the case, unfortunately, but hey, that's okay. I'll, uh, I'll you know, fact-check them my way. Right. Well, right. well, when you're dealing with morons, it, it, there's sometimes there's just no way to be polite. No, it's it's the complete ignorance for me. I'll tell you, the only thing they have when you do come at anybody nowadays with true cold hard facts is they don't know what to say and they kind of get, oh, well you're well you're a racist and, and you're you're oh don't use the homophobic on me it don't work can't be homophobic. <laughs> But apparently, I still am homophobic. You are. You are. According to everybody else. I'm homophobic, transphobic. Yes. All of it. Yeah. 
Well, unfortunately, there's too many people that when you ask them why they support something, they just say because they said so, or they because they like it. They have no f- reasoning to back it up. And when you have two people like you that are informed and well-informed at that, that comes back with real shit at them, they get confused, and of course they're going to pull out, you know, the hateful shit. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's all they've got. Um, yeah, well, I think... No, go ahead, Ant. No, I, you know, I'm, I've, I think that I've always been the type of person ever since I was a kid. If somebody told me no or uh, this is stupid and I, I was always like, well, why is it stupid? And then they would give me some bullshit response. And I'm like, well, that doesn't fucking make any sense. And then I would look it up myself and I'd be like, no, this is <laughs> that's, that's wrong. And, you know, I think that, uh, I mean, Barbie, you can probably attest to this. I think that most, uh, what I think what the media and what the White House and Democrats and liberals are the most scared about right now is we all went through a nation worldwide lockdown. Right. People got bored and people got smart and people got educated. Mm-hmm. And people said, well, wait a minute. Let me, I have the time. Let me look this up. And mm-hmm. they did, and they were like, you liars. And they're like, oh shit, everybody knows. Everybody knows, and they're scared. Well, like the uh, the lockdown, I got I got went down the rabbit hole with the Q9 stuff. And <laughs> let me tell you, I got my mind blown, and then I got pissed. And now I'm just somewhere to where like, I'm mad at myself that I believed some of this shit, I really think. It's like believing a woman really loves you. And then, and, and then finding out that it ain't it ain't mutual, like you're putting, right. you're putting all your love and faith in this one person, and all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Let's just be friends. That, that's, that's how, love, 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 that's, how that's how the QAnon shit did me. I mean, it, it it really hurt me. But I think you're I think you're a hundred percent right, dude. I think that when people got a chance to actually have nothing else to do but actually explore what their own government is and what their government should be doing for them. I think that's what made so many people just stand up the past year. I mean, yeah. it can go both ways, how I see it, because, I mean, you also have a lot of people this past year that their quote-unquote research was living on social media and believing the media bullshit and the lies about everything to where they're like, oh, we don't need to actually do research because of solely the fact that everybody else is saying that this is a trend to hate Trump and to hate our government and all Republicans are racist and homophobic. So that's what we're going to stick with. And mind you, it's mostly children. Well, it really is. You you said the right word that a lot of people just don't understand is the reason why Trump got beat is because it became trendy to hate Trump. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the people don't even know why they hate Trump. They're so brainwashed by pop culture and our media and all that bullshit saying, oh, you're supposed to hate him. He's fucking horrible. But if you go look at your parents' income and how they've done the past four years compared to the previous eight, guess what? Your family fucking likes Trump. They might not tell you to their face, but they're smart Mm -hmm. enough. The older people are smart enough to realize that the economy was better. Our government, I mean, everything was better. Our military was stronger. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is you're starting to realize that already within the first, you know, few weeks of the Biden administration. I mean, he, he, he already killed jobs. We have our 
Gas prices are already on the rise. He got rid of policies just in spite of Trump that were not not good for our country. They were not good for uh, policies. You know, we have um, a very trying time right now, as we always have, because people are always looking to get into the best country in the world. And you have people that are, you know, coming in and they do this, you know, with every uh, transition of new administration that comes into our country, right? You have people coming in in caravans and trying the new administration. But when they hear somebody like Biden, where he doesn't give a shit about immigration and he wants to bring these people in, he comes up with a conundrum, right? Where he's putting these people back in detention centers in cages, essentially, yeah. that the Obama administration built in the first place, but then fell on Trump and he looked like the racist because he was separating children from their parents at the border. And it and it becomes this thing where the media takes it and puts it into the headlines as it's a nice detention center for these children. Well, wait a minute. Aren't these the same detention centers that you ridiculed Trump for for the past four years and you just did the same exact thing? But that's just it. It's the media and it's literally the it's going to be the death of America. 100 percent. Yeah, I have a rule of thumb when it comes to the media. If I don't see the same story with the same fucking headlines on all three or four major networks, then I don't believe it. I, I, re yep. I do my own research. Uh, I mean, well, that's what everyone should do anyway. Nobody should take my word, your word, uh, Miss Barbie's word. It should be where people educate themselves to the point to where they're not looking at a different point of view. Like they know this is the truth. Absolutely. And you get a lot of these, you know, journalists that, you know, they probably became journalists to actually tell people the news. But at the end of the day, they've all become opinion pieces. And you have all of these, you know, journalists that are writing you know, pieces that have nothing to do with actual factual information. It's all based on their own emotion, feeling, and it's just guiding us down a, a spiraling path. I, I honestly, I, I had the, um, I was blessed to go to Europe the last four years. I was in Spain and, and I was in uh, Italy and I was able to speak some politics to some very liberal family members there. They had no idea what the Trump administration here did. It's because, you know, they're watching BBC. They're watching stuff that's owned by CNN. So they, they're pushing a narrative all over the world. I honestly, I think that it's probably some weird Illuminati bullshit that we don't know about. And they're all in fucking cahoots. Do I mean, not I fucking start stuff. that shit. I'm trying. <laughs> I am trying to reprogram my brain. That there's not fucking reptile people controlling the whole world somewhere. Hey, listen, I believe a little bit of it. I believe in some a of it. A very small amount, though. Maybe ten percent. So we we tried, right? Me and Aunt really tried to get into the whole QAnon and the conspiracy theories, and me and him would talk about it, and we would watch the shows, we would watch the videos, we would research these things, and then it was the same as you. It was it like time after time nothing happened and it was like you guys are making us look bad like we sound crazy yeah yeah <laughs> I'm fucking disappointed man well the, the, I... the disappointment was the worst part of it but the reason why people like y'all me and millions of others fell down that rabbit hole and wanted to believe it is because we're so sick of the way things are now we're willing to believe exaggerated truths for a hope of happiness for a hope of change 
And right. I mean, that, that's what it is. Like I, I've had to tell that story over and over again. Um, I had the pleasure the other day of a woman who is running for governor in my state. She wanted to do my show and she came down, she did the show with me. Uh, she's a, like a, not a crackpot or anything like she's actually been a senator and uh, she, she just, she does not like our, our governor now, Brian Kemp uh, for all yeah. the bullshit he pulled. And she knows that Stacey Abrams is going to be our next governor. And unless somebody steps up and takes the, tries to go with it. And so we're sitting here talking and me and her said the same thing. It was like people wanted, they're willing to believe in fucking, I didn't ever believe in the tri- time travel part, but Right. They're willing to believe in so much shit because they're so they're just so sick of the way it is now. I kind of believe in the time travel. No, How the fuck yeah, do you believe no. in the time travel part? No. 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 Well, listen, they showed videos of like uh, pictures of that hipster at the John F. Kennedy assassination. I mean, there's a lot of weird things. I'm just kidding. I really don't believe in all of that stuff, but there are, you know, it, it's it's hard for I know Barbie as well. Me and Barbie, you know, deal with these questions all the time. People will throw out these dates to us and we'll be like, "What's supposed to happen on March 4th? And I'm sitting here going, "I don't know what's supposed to happen on March fourth now." Right, right. I'm telling us, and and we call them the tinfoil hat people because they've gone through this process of watching fall of the cabal, and 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 they're kind of making Republicans or conservatives look bad now and barbie and i will get to how we feel about conservatism i'm sure at some point today but mm-hmm. they they really do look like doomsday preppers and it's kind of like oh come on guys there's nothing's gonna happen on that day it's kind of like the mayan temple shit and all that other you know why we, we got a lot of hate for that too just because we of who, who me and aunt are when we were telling people that we weren't believing these things we got told a yeah. lot from other you know, QAnon, conservatives, Republicans, whatever they are, that, you know, we were unpatriotic at this point. And, you know, my stance that, you know, where I'm at, you know, in my life is, you know, I'm, I'm a three percenter. And at this point, like, honestly, like, I don't like any of our government. I don't trust any of it. Like, it's me and my constitution. As long as you're standing up for my constitution, I'm going to vote for you. And that's how it's going to work. And, you know, when I tell people that and we, me and aunt sitting here and dual lives or even lives on our own telling people, Guys, look, this whole QAnon stuff, what's happening this week, what's going to happen three months from now, the 10 days of darkness, all these things. Like, guys, no, it's not happening. And people got pissed at the fact that we were not believing all these conspiracy theories. And I was like, "What? show me one that has come true. That's well, I wasn't, Go ahead, I wasn't believing. I, you know, people kept asking me, too, during, like, Lynn Woods when he was tweeting all that shit. Right. I, I said, honestly, guys, I think the guy's a fucking crackpot. I mean, this guy, is a, this guy is a beat off. Oh, what are you talking about? I mean, nothing that the guy said is true. Where is he getting this information from? Right. Uh, it all stopped making sense. Like, you had me, you had me, you had me up to Inauguration Day. The second Biden took control <laughs> of the military, none of it makes sense anymore. You're right. Right. And that's that's where a lot of people are saying that if you don't have faith that Trump is still going to show up on March 4th. And this is what they're still saying is on March 4th, Trump is still going to take office because they're still posting everything about, well, look at, you know, Air Force One, look at the plane. There's no seal. He was holding the Bible right. This lady disappeared. This wasn't a live feed. And there's still all these things that are going on and people still really believe 
that in the next week, all of a sudden, Trump's going to be our president again. Biden. Right. He's going to he's going to be like Jesus Christ and yes. fall in the middle right. of the White House. Biden right. signed all the executive orders right off the bat that shows you he's fucking president. Uh, if nothing else, that shows you he's president. People want to bring up, why is the military still in Washington? You know why the military is still in Washington? Because for the first time in 100 years, the government is scared of the people. That is the right. only reason why they're still there. The stuff uh, on January the 6th reminded politicians that they work for us, that we don't work for them, and they're scared shitless. But see, the bad part to me about that is how misconstrued everything got, right? So on the 6th, does the government need to be scared of the people 100% because the government works for us? The people should never be scared of the government. The government's scared of us. But nowadays, if the government is scared of the people, now we're terrorists. Now we're these horrible things. And everybody is so confused on how government is actually supposed to work nowadays that they look at you and they're like, oh, the government's scared of you? That's because you're going to murder everybody. And well, it's and, like, no. And here's the thing with that, Barbie, is <clears throat> what what these assholes in Congress have done is they've put on this circus and they mm -hmm. made people, you know, I, I hope that Americans have woken up to this, at least this. I don't agree with the violence portion of anything in general. I don't agree with the mm -hmm. BLM riots. I think it's bullshit. I think Antifa is a bunch of white pussies that probably should have been dismantled and demolished a long time ago. And I right. think that's a terrorist organization. And I don't believe in the violence that happened on January 6th. However, it was a small percentage of the hundreds and thousands of people that showed up on January 6th. But they have these senators going through this trial right talking because about how scared they were and listen i don't give a fuck how scared you were america doesn't care how scared you were america no. is scared because they're losing their fucking jobs they're mm -hmm. losing their businesses we don't care that nancy pelosi was scared and aoc was in a building three blocks down <laughs> and she was scared i don't care lady we right. don't care. You're going to go home in, in your house with your 500 cameras and your wall that they right. don't work around your house while the rest of America is starving to eat. I'm sorry. I can't feel bad for them. And you shouldn't feel bad for them. First off, you had 250,000 people that day. That mm -hmm. at, Okay. If 40 people got in, which I don't think they were... I, I do not think they were Trump supporters in the first place. No, they weren't. From the videos of people that are telling, hey, the cops outside, hey, go stop them and everything. And as easy as they got in there, it's harder to get into a fucking Walmart now without a mask on than it was to get into that fucking building that day. Like, well, right. And they have, <laughs> they have Trump supporters calling out. They have Trump supporters calling out. People breaking windows are like, they're not Trump supporters. They're not right. Trump supporters. So, so it, even, even with that, if you got 250,000 people and you have that small of a percentage, you're going to have bad apples and everything, right? Mm -hmm. oh, but sure. that's less than one-tenth of the percentage of people that are there. Like one one-tenth of that percentage. And right. like if it was that few, take pride in the ones that was outside acting fucking right. Don't pay attention to these. And they were not scared. Those offices no. are hidden so well that the only reason why people got into those offices is because they were put in those offices. I don't give a damn that, what anybody says about it. 
Right. And mind you, I have not done my full research, right? So don't take what I'm saying with any type of, you know, hopeful, hopeful, wholeheartedly facts. My gosh, if I could talk. But, you know, I've been seeing some articles floating around, which I was actually going to dig into tomorrow about the fact that there are actually people on trial right now, senators, congressmen, all these things, because they actually were giving tours to the same picturized people who were there who actually broke into the Capitol, that they actually do have something to do with it and that they're getting ready to go into trial for that. Mind you, like I said, I have not researched that. Please do not take that with any grain of salt. But even if that is a real thing, stop and think about that. I mean, there are some conspiracy theories that I do believe, you know, if you want to call them conspiracy theories. Do I think that our government is so corrupt that they are easily able to get away with fraud? They're easily able to manipulate the news and the media and to literally create scenarios to make it look like it's something more than what it is? 110%. And if you want to call me crazy for that, you can call me crazy for that. But they're, you know, when you're seeing these articles and you're seeing these things come around, You know, it it takes a lot to do a lot of the research. I think, you know, that's why a lot of people respect, you know, me and aunt, me and aunt could be on the phone for hours at times talking about, okay, well, did you see this? Did you see that? What are your thoughts on this? Well, where's your source for that? Where's your source for this is because we want to make sure even when we do talk about things, if we're not 100%, we're going to come out straight forward and say, we're not 100% on this. This is what we've heard. We'll give you more information on it later. And, you know, it kind of going back to the whole journalist thing that aunt was talking about earlier. If you stop and think real journalists are not around anymore because they are more terrified to report actual evidence, on the ground evidence while they're there because of the repercussions that they will get for spreading the truth. And that's just kind of where everything is right now. Well, we'll see, we live in an age now to where it's, social media is a great thing, but it's also the worst thing that's ever happened to humans. And, yes. and the fact that people are so easily manipulated now I honestly believe, and I'm okay with this. Like, people give me shit for this all the time. I am okay with our government censoring certain things. But the reason why is because people are too fucking stupid to hear mm-hmm. the truth and act right. That I mean, it, we, we live in a world to where so, pe- so many people are so sensitive now. If they knew what was actually mm-hmm. happening, they would lose their fucking minds. Mm-hmm. And they would act up. They would overreact before all the facts came out of every situation. So controlling the narrative, I believe, is an important thing that our government has to do. I don't like censorship whatsoever now. But I know that the three of us can sit here and we can hear something that is going to break our fucking heart. And we're not going to act like children about it. But somebody else who has a different mindset than we has hears something that hurts them and they're going to act irrationally. And I think that's where, I think that's how it started manipulating the news and everything. And it got to the point where, you know what? We're just going to do this about everything and we're going to control every narrative from now on. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree with that. I, I just, um, I feel that we have now come into a new era of humanity and civilization. I mean, just the simple fact that your children are being taught right now, today in e-learning, that it is not okay to be mm. white. That alone is the worst. And Malcolm X said it best. The worst thing out there is a white liberal. These are the people 
These are the people that are the most racist people out there. They are white liberals. They feel that they are woke. They feel that they are privileged to tell even the darkest person that they, if they don't support liberalism, that they themselves are not woke and they should, they are coons and they are this and they are that and they're not gay enough and they, they, you know, they don't accept, you know, we don't claim you, we don't claim mm -hmm. you, we don't claim you. I'm sorry. You're a white liberal that lives in an almost $1 million home, I'm sure, somewhere in the fucking suburbs. Do me a favor, sweetheart. Get in your fucking Range Rover and go home, okay? You have no idea what any of these people are going through. And so go ahead, no, go ahead. I no, and it, and it just makes me so mad because when you actually go into like the inner cities of Chicago or you go into any of these like, you know, really rough neighborhoods, you talk to actual, you know, people in urban neighborhoods and they say, we do not support Black Lives Matter. We do not support this because they do not give a shit what's going on right. in our neighborhoods. And then you go down the street and it's, you know, 200 white bitches with green hair and they're ranting and raving how black lives matter you don't yep. even probably have a black friend sweetheart go home they're overeducated, underworked assholes they never had to work a hard day in their life they've got all these degrees that they think mean a lot but if you come to where a hard-working community is you can't wipe your ass with those degrees and right. and these yeah. people i they think that they think that they're supposed to be the ones who stand up and give back to the world. You're causing mm -hmm. more division than you're causing unity. And they're they too, sound racist. They do. It's they are. It's honestly reverse racism is usually what I yep. call it. Is yeah. When you try so hard not to be racist towards white people that you end up being super fucking racist towards every or black people, then you roll back around to being super racist towards white people. Racism is racism. It doesn't matter what fucking color you are. Well, not only that, but think about it. I mean, there's two things here, right? So you can turn around and you can say, you know, yeah, now they're being more racist towards white people, 110%. But if you actually stop and think, when you see these white liberals walking around and they're going to sit here and say, I am your oppressor, please forgive me. They are automatically admitting, I am better than you <laughs> because you are a person of color please forgive me. So they are automatically right there, literally saying, hi, I'm racist. And I think that I am above you when right. they're not realizing people like us are like, no, fucking everybody's equal. I don't care if you're black, brown, yellow, white, pink, purple. I don't care right. if you're a good person, you're a good person. And what it boils down to for me is it's shifting baseline syndrome. And the, the best way to explain, they actually, this originated for, you know, our environment, right? Where this whole came from was the shifting baseline syndrome where you see, you know, how our environment's kind of deteriorating, but people just, it's the new norm. My definition of it now is look at the human race alone is our new norm is being okay with accepting everybody's triggers and their sensitivities and all these things like that. When that should not be the normal, we should not be normalizing all of this stuff. And so to turn around, you know, you look at it and you realize what is becoming acceptable and normal into our world that should never be normal in the first place. Well, see, I, I don't know where either one of you grew up. I, I grew up in Georgia. Where did y'all grow up at? I grew up right here in uh, just just 30 minutes 
uh, west of downtown Chicago. So I'm, you know, in Illinois, you know, very mel- a big melting pot. What about you, Miss Barbie? You really gonna make me admit it? I mean, yes. <laughs> long as you don't say, long as you don't say fucking Alabama, we're all right. No, <laughs> California. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for not being one of those. Um, yes. California's right. So I, right. I grew up in South Georgia. Now, when you think of racism, you think of hatred and all this type of shit, you think of the South, right? You think that all of us are supposed to be, well, maybe not y'all too, but liberals. They think we're all supposed to be inbred, rebel flag flying, all this bullshit, right? There right. are more people down here that are Caucasian that condemn slavery than I think anywhere else in the world for the simple fact that we grew up in generations to where African-Americans and other people we grew up playing sports with, going to school with, becoming family with. Mm -hmm. And nobody hates this shit more than I think the good people in the South that aren't racist because these liberals, they don't know what it's like to have a plantation house right up the road, to have courthouse buildings that are right there where people used to get hung out in front of the courthouse buildings. It's the South's history. It is an ugly stain on the South's history, but it, mm-hmm. it is people that have grown over and over the years. What pisses me off more than fucking anything with these Antifa, liberal, whatever you want to call them, is they don't believe in growth. Did my great, great, great granddaddy maybe have a plantation or a farmhouse? I don't know. We were poor growing up so it never it didn't trickle down to my ass if it, if they had money back then <laughs> so, but i mean it, it's where we don't we wasn't we were not taught that and we're here in the land where they call it the land of fucking cotton here and we're here where it was these most of these people are in oregon and in california and everything where there wasn't these problems and right. We don't think that we owe our black neighbors up the road anything. You know why? Because we're friends. They don't mm-hmm. want us to act like that. You go to an African American in our community that is hardworking, and I mean, you're always going to have dumbasses. And but that's white, black, any whatever it is. Right. You're always going to have always going to have fucking morons. If you go to them and you start having this conversation that the three of us are having right now, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, they're going to tell you. I just want to work hard. I want to raise my family in a safe place. I don't give a shit about reparations. I don't give a shit about Antifa or Black Lives Matter or anything. We get to see it firsthand here. The only ones that speak out on it here are the ones that are trying to make a name for themselves on social media or anything. Otherwise, they nobody fucking does it. Everybody looks at them stupid. Yeah, and you know what? Here's here's the thing too. I'm I'm. First generation born here in the U.S. My my parents came here from Italy. Uh, you know, my grandfather came here not knowing the language. Anyways, we came here, you know, when, when we hear this reparations situation, I made a video about it not too long ago this week, maybe a few days ago. I said, my family didn't own anybody. So how do you justify where you're taking these goddamn reparations from it's like my family came here they busted their ass they were thrown into school not knowing the language and my grandfather said no matter what whatever it is we need to do to stay in this country we're gonna do it just tell us what we need to do and they said this is what you have to do it's a b c okay a b c we did it we're citizens here we are god bless america 
fucking love this country, flag out front, America, America, America. And they appreciated this country. It, it really saddens me that, again, we go back to this white liberal bullshit where they have no idea what people gave up and what people fought for here right. to get to where we are now. And people who came here from other places and what they gave up to make America really great. And I mean, it's, it kind of goes back to, you know, our aunt knows this story, but my family are immigrants as well from Mexico and Cuba. Now, mind you, my Cubans out of my family, no, they were straight illegals. No green card, no nothing. They snuck on over here. They had kids and they said, now we're anchored. We have our anchor babies here, right? So my family didn't come across the, you know, the right way, but I have a lot of family that is extremely liberal, extremely liberal. And I think the biggest thing about this is, you know, you stop in, you know, for me, like, I don't want to be someone who's going to sneak around the system and feed off the system. That's not what I'm here for. That's not what I morally stand for, regardless of, you know, how my family, you know, was thinking or anything like that. And, you know, people like me and aunt, when they find out that, you know, we come from immigrated families as well, you know, now we're traitors, no. right? Because now we're, we're, we're betraying our, our origins because we're, we're conservatives, let me tell you, immigrants that came to this country, let's just I don't know when your families did, but let's just say 40, 50 years ago, they had the, mis right. the misfortune of living in another country and then coming here and seeing what it's like yeah. to live here. That is why most immigrant families, second-generation immigrant families, are so fucking proud to be from here because they've heard the horror stories of what it's like to live in other countries. If these liberal pieces of shit would go live in Cuba, if they would go live in fucking <laughs> other countries, go to Venezuela where socialism yeah. exists. Let them go live there for a fucking year, then come back here. They shut the fuck up. They never say a word again about this country. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was even like I always tell people, I say, please do me a favor and travel the world. Don't just go to safe places. Don't right. go to Sandals Resort in the Bahamas. Don't go. I want you to go to an actual, like we went to Costa Rica and we actually went into the towns, okay? Mm. There is guys on the roof of a freaking bank with machine guns. Oh, we that's walked like up with in our Mexico? Yeah, we in Mexico, up, they just drive around like that. Yeah, we walked up with our baseball cap on. They go, hey, amigo, que quieres to no, uh, whatever. I said, yeah, dude, I'll take my hat off. It doesn't matter. Here? Oh, you can't talk to me like that. You can't talk to me like that. Oh my God, American, America. I'm oppressed. I'm gone. Mm -hmm. It's because why? Because we set that shit up here. You know, right? a pair of fucking nuts. It, it, it's. I, I hate bullying. Without, I, I was bullied as a child, but at the same time, it's one of the best things that ever happened to me. Because it taught me how to be strong, how to stand up for myself, how to grow a sure. pair of balls. I think when people started taking um, hazing, bullying, or putting such an emphasis on it, everybody that was soft remained soft. To where you, right. ha where you have the call of the wild or whatever it is where the only the strong survive. For so many generations and so many years, that's what it had to be. And now you have these people that are softer than wet fucking cupcakes. Now that they think that their opinion matters, and they don't, 
Their opinion mm-hmm. doesn't fucking matter. The fact that, and I did not know this about either one of you, so it makes me like both of you more. The fact that y'all are second, third generation immigrant families, that explains to me exactly y'all's passion towards this because you've heard the stories. I don't want to hear some fucking kid that's confused about if he's a boy or girl uh, <laughs> that lived in the suburbs Fucking right. mom and dad making a hundred grand each a year. I don't want to hear that. Oh, you know about oppression? Fuck you. I've right. Been, yeah, I've ate many a fucking bologna sandwiches in my life because mom and because oh. mom and dad didn't have enough money to keep the fucking lights on, and yeah. we had to eat what you had. It go fuck yourself. Well, after a small technical difficulty on my part, thank you Zoom for running out of fucking time. We're back. Um. <laughs> But no, uh, guys, I, I dig how passionate you are, and I think more people would get off. I hate seeing folks like y'all who do not preach hatred. Like, you you, you preach truth in your eyes, and I believe the majority mm-hmm. of stuff that y'all say is the truth, to be honest with you. I'm a big supporter of both of y'all. I hate that y'all get hate. I hate that you get negative shit. But if more people knew why you were passionate the way that you are about this subject or, or any other subject, then maybe they grow the fuck up. Maybe they realize that, hey, and also, too, I don't ever see y'all going onto other people's pages or anything like <laughs> that, talking shit to them. If they have a different we point of view. We just talked about this today. Yeah. Me, my friends give me shit all the time because I said after this election I was no longer a Republican. I will never be a Democrat. I'm damn sure not a liberal. But from now on, I want to do, I want to quit looking at red or blue. I want to start looking at the person and the content of their heart and what right. they have to bring to the fucking table. And people like you to are exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. That more people need to hear, you know, more of your story than just a, a one minute TikTok. And uh, so, w- when you just said y'all were talking about uh, that subject today, what were y'all talking about? We were just basically, I mean, we had some issues where, and, and here's where it goes beyond the TikTok world, right? Republican Party has always had this fallout where they kind of turn on each other and they eat their own. I'll have to say something about the liberals. Uh, they're ride or die motherfuckers, okay? They uh, will stick to each other till the end liberal liberal supporters democrats whatever you want to say uh you could say one thing about them they might be bullshit to some people but i will say that they are ride or die republicans ain't that way and we came uh we come across that a lot where there's some conservative creators that go after each other it's really disheartening and i think that's why the republican party i think that's why the gop is dead first of all i think that's why Mm -hmm. it died uh, just now, I think we saw the fall of the Republican Party. I don't think it'll ever come back. I, I would be worried and I'd be su- I, I actually be surprised if we ever get another Republican president in office again. I think that they've completely destroyed it. And I really hope that this new age of conservatism and constitutionalists um, is a big enough revolution and a big enough movement to really show people that we have liberal thought. We have the thought process of what the you know, used to be liberals were, where we, we accept people and we want you to come here from other countries. We accept if you want to get married, if you're gay, straight, transgendered, 
whatever. We don't give a shit. But at the end of the day, the Constitution Mm -hmm. is what we want to protect and the rights of every single American. And it is about America first. This is our country. This is why people come here. Listen, there's not people coming here on floating doors because this this place is a a shithole. Right. Uh, You know, at the end of the day, that's what we want to protect. But me me and Aunt collectively, I mean, even together, um, me and Aunt, of course, received hate separately before me and him ever met, but it was kind of as well, you know, me and Aunt both grew extremely fast, extremely fast on social media. And, you know, collectively together, we both had 2 million followers pretty much. And it was kind of one of those things where, you know, like he was saying, where you have other Republicans or other conservatives, they become very cutthroat over the smallest things. And they will try to take your face down because they are more worried about the clout. And I mean, it kind of goes back to what you said in the very beginning, the people who turn around and they really don't know everything that's going on, but they're doing it because they're getting the attention for it. And those are the people who will turn around as the Republicans, as you know, all those things to turn out and try to take you down as another person, even over the smallest things. And I mean, of course, yes. Do we get hate from the liberals? My God. Daily. <laughs> if, if we, you know what I mean? If there was like a moment, you know, that you ever wanted a sob story where we just sit and read our hate mail. I mean, we got it. You know, um, you know it's, Ooh, it's it feels so good. Things. It means I'm doing something right. That's exactly right, what it fucking means. Right. That's exactly. Well, you said something a while ago when you ever you said that Republicans have a liberal train of thought or the good ones do or have liberal Correct. thoughts or whatever. It's not that. It's called common fucking sense. Oh, I agree with that. I mean, that or I should that, say nowadays it's progressive pro- conservatism. Yes, <laughs> well, what, what, whatever it's called. Um, but see, like I had asked Ant before, I think the beginning of the new year, right after the podcast really fucking took off. We'd only been doing it since October. I asked him to come. One reason why I asked him to come is because I'm all about unity. I'm all mm-hmm. about people seeing different sides of stories. I think the ant has a, an amazing fucking story from what I know about it, what me and him have talked about it in a little bit and everything. And I wanted people to see a different side of being a conservative and being a Trump mm-hmm. supporter. And Anthony is fucking ideal for it. Now, the bunch of these creators that are going back and forth trying to knock each other off right now, I'm going to explain to you real quick why it is. Because they're one-trick ponies, and they're scared to death that now Trump isn't president anymore. They don't know what to do. So they're going to try to cut off everybody that is their competition to stay successful. That's why, like, I think both of you, I know you did, Barbie. Uh, I think, I know. well, never mind, I know Ant did too. Y'all both got banned a lot right there around the beginning of the year. Like a lot. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on my eighth account. I'm on my eighth TikTok right now. My third Instagram, I lost my second Twitter, didn't go back. And then I lost my personal Facebook account, which I hadn't posted on for at least six months. They took me down there as well. I'm going to tell you something that y'all are both going to hate. It was not the left getting you deleted. It was people that has made a living off of doing what you're doing right now that are envious of what you're doing. They were scared of you. That's exactly. I truly believe. I I. I actually am starting to believe that a hundred percent, bro. I actually really do. And, and here's the thing. And just to kind of piggyback off of you saying these people are one trick ponies. When I saw that down, see for me, this is more than, than Donald Trump. 
Did I vote for Donald Trump? Absolutely. Do I believe in his movement? Absolutely. Do I think that the Trump name is ever going to go anywhere? Hell no. I think that he's going to be he's going to be relevant and he's going to be current in politics forever. With that being said, I think there's more to talk about now than there was to talk about when Donald Trump was the president, because now you have to. And, the, and what Barbie and I do is we call out the current administration. Now, we might do it in different ways. I'm a little bit of a comedic asshole about it. But I point out the obvious in kind of, uh, you know, I'm kind of like a brat, you know, I'm like a, a troll in the sense of I just call out the left for policies and things that they kind of reneged on. And so that there's more to talk about now is the point than there was when Donald Trump was president because our economy was great. Sorry, but it was. You, you have to do research to stay afloat right now, to be able to call out current events, to be able to talk about what's actually going on even with the new administration. You have to have the time or take the time to do the research. You can't just now say, you know, just like, you know, earlier, you can't just turn around and hold a Trump flag and seeing, you know, Donald Trump is your president, if you like it or not, and get millions <laughs> of views because now people are gonna look at you like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, right. and that's why right now it's either the people who are wild out on conspiracy theories or the people who are still holding on to this whole, you know, Trump era that are still living now in the past, still trying to make Trump, you know, 110%. He's still my president, da 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 you know, and that's where I stop. And, you know, you look at these Republicans now and they're like, oh, well, liberals, you said not my president. So can we steal that? OK, well, look, here's the thing. Are we going to turn into the liberals now that we don't have our way? Or are we going to stand our ground and still be the people that we are? That is you know, fucking I, I 100 percent. Right. I respect the job. I respect the position of being the president of the United States. Does that mean that I have to respect the person? Absolutely not. But I will never disrespect the job of someone being the president of the United States. Well, see, that's how I see it. That's because you're fucking smart, though. Here's the thing. If it was, you have to judge the presidency like it's the head of the household in your family, because it is. If you root for the head of household to fail, guess what? You fucking fail. I don't like yep. Biden. I don't like Harris. And I damn sure don't like Pelosi. But you know what? If they fuck up and they fail and we're not, we don't have to root for them. Uh, I, I'm a Christian. I'm not a very good one, but I'm a Christian. But I pray for them still because right. I need them to pull off some shit. I hope that in four years from right now that I look back at the past four years and I say, you know what? I'm glad they proved me fucking wrong because, right. I, because America won if they proved me wrong. Absolutely. I, and, and here's the thing too, is people ask, well, what can we do now? Right? That's the big question. Well, what do we do? What can we do now? Well, there's tons you can do. First off, I, I, we always like to say never be silent, right? So let's keep on track, right? So I, I think that if you supported Donald Trump's policies, you can still support the man as a political figure. I think that he's still going to do great things. I think there's great governors out there right now that are running the country. I mean, Florida is doing DeSantis is one of the best governors in the country. I think he's working with Trump. That's just me. It's not a conspiracy. I think that it's true. I think it's real. I think Mar-a-Lago is probably the second White House right now. With that being said, you have to start with your local governments because these assholes are the ones that end up in fucking office. And we that's get 
it's not even just an office. Think about even just talking about the Trump era. Think about all these people talking about their state and local new laws, regulations, policies, and blaming it on Trump. That has nothing to do with Trump. That is who you and your people in your state are voting for. You are voting for those bills, those propositions. You are doing all of it. Or of lack thereof. They're not voting enough. And because Thank they you. become complacent. Because yep. they too many people, when they go to a voting booth, they pick Democrat, they pick fucking Republican, and they vote all the way down straight line on both times. That is the problem with every bit of this when it comes to politics. We've done divided it so bad between Republican and Democrat that we forgot to judge people by who the fuck they are, not what they're running for and what party they're running for. 100%. That, that, that's what's wrong. When you just said, and I, I fucking gave you the, a round of applause because you're the only other person that said it on the show but me. Barbie would have said it, but she didn't get to it. But <laughs> it, she agrees. It, it, is, it is a fact that the way you make a change is you start with your hometown, your local government. You improve your community. It's the fucking wildfire effect. If you improve your community and communities around see that your community is doing better, they're going to do the same thing. And it's going to keep spreading, and it's going to keep spreading like a wildfire. As long as things are moving forward and people are having a better way of life in your area, it's going to spread. It is when you just go into a voting booth and you vote for who the fuck ever because they're on the right side of the ballot. Right. That's when stuff gets fucked up. <laughs> and, and that's just it is, is, you know, we, we'll, we're going to go back to Candace Owens just for a second. I, I, I love Candace. I think that she's a great voice in politics right now. I love a lot of these young conservative constitutionalists. I hope that they end up running for office. Uh, but the thing is, is people are like, so you're just going to vote for her? No, I want to hear what she has. I, I want to hear what she brings to the ticket. What right. policies does she is she bringing to us? If I like it, then yes. If I don't, then no. That was the problem with Joe Biden. That was the problem. If you, you know, it was almost like I don't think even Democrats wanted to vote for Joe Biden, but this is what she gave us. But you, you so know what this they is because even look at social media before Joe Biden was you know the elected to be elected, right? When he when his name was the one that was going to be on the ballot before that even happened, how many TikToks or posts on Facebook, Instagram did you see saying people please don't make me vote for Joe Biden? They no. were screaming it. They were screaming it to please don't let them vote for Joe Biden. But see, here's the thing. They didn't change anything. You can scream it all day long. But once again, you're not doing anything to change the situation. You're not sitting here trying to address it. I don't remember the lady's name and I feel bad, but there was one lady running on the Democratic Party that when the Tulsi Democratic Gavin. debate. Huh? Tulsi probably Tulsi Gavin. No, she had a, a really crazy name. I mean, Tulsi oh. was a good one too. There was there was people that, that that completely got booted for. Right. Yeah. Well, there was one lady. Like I said, I feel bad. I'll have to look up her name here in a bit. But she, during the Democratic debate, was the only one who was staying quiet while all the other Democrats were ripping each other apart and tearing each other to shreds. And then she literally was like, "Guys, are we going to actually talk about the issues here, or are we just here to beat each other up?" And I was like, "Oh, see, if anybody had a fucking chance, it would be this bitch. But yeah. nobody's going to pay attention to her." Nobody's yeah. going to nobody's well, gonna pay attention because it's not a big enough name. I don't think right. Biden doesn't win if he's not if uh, he's not Obama's VP. He's still got that Obama shadow over him. 
And uh, that that's the only reason he won. And it's such a big shadow that Obama cast still to this day. That's why people don't they, – they ignore Harris. And they ignore what a bad person Harris has been for the African-American community forever. But, no, she's okay. We want, we want her to be there. Right. You know, Harris put more – kept more African-American men in jail than any other administration. And Biden put them there. And Trump single-handedly dismantled that. And nobody fucking knew. I don't know if they didn't know it or they didn't care to know it because they just didn't care because the media media made them hate Trump. But Trump literally dismantled that 1994 crime fucking bill and 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 African-American men were coming out of jail now, just now from that time period saying, you did this to me, Joe Biden. You put us in fucking jail. Bi- you did this. Bi- they never the, media, the media won't show no. it. Biden called them super predators, and Harris kept them locked up. But they're the yeah. part. But they're the leaders of the people, right? I mean, it's a fucking joke. But unfortunately, not everybody thinks shit through. They only go by what the media tells them, and th- yeah. that is why our country is the way it is now. You got so many fucking people that just take what they see on the news as gospel. Well, let's be real. I was never. I could give a shit less about politics until 2016. The only thing that piqued my interest in 2016 was because they said Donald Trump was running and I literally laughed. I said, this has to be joke. Mr. Yafayan is going to be running for president. And I had a field day. I was like, he's trolling. This can't be real. There's no way. I'm going to go ahead and look into this now because what the hell? And when I started looking into it, I was like, okay, wait, 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 wait. I should have been invested in this a long time ago because now I feel like the stupid one who hasn't really put any much thought or effort into politics, into government, into any of these things. And, you know, then I genuinely started having to listen to what Trump had to say, comparing him to the Obama administration, comparing him to everything else. And I was like, okay, see, and then when he got in office and actually started doing the shit he said he was going to do, here for it. How, I was here for it. How old are you, though? Um, I know you're not supposed to ask a woman that, but... Yeah, that's rude. I know. <laughs> well... I'm, I'm 28. Okay, so I'm 33. And how old are you? I'm the grandpa here. I'm 36. Okay. Well, we're still all in the same bubble. I mean, it's just... Yeah. Barbie just might... The fact that you're 28 and you're that invested and you've been invested for five years, that's a big deal. That means the younger generation is tired of just being told stuff and digesting it they want to I, I applaud you i wasn't in it at 23 i, I was not invested no in i wasn't way. and my my grandfather my great-grandfather was a political advisor to jimmy carter so my family's always been around politics and i didn't get invested until the past 10 years not even 10 years probably you know what probably around the second obama administration because i started okay. i started having when you start having a job and you start having all these things and you want to see how taxes are going to be and owning a home and all this stuff, you get more invested in your government. Until then, you really don't give a shit about it. But when, when Trump came along, I'll tell you, I didn't like Trump to start off with. I wanted Ben Carson to get that nomination because I love Ben Carson. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a fan of Trump to start off with. I thought he was too brash. I thought that 
somebody need to take his cell phone and even though I am one that Facts. I, I am one that says freedom of speech. All of us should be able to say what the fuck you want to. But there As are the so, president though. Yeah, yeah they should have taken his Twitter. <laughs> I, I still to this day don't understand why there wasn't somebody like, look, Trump, you're finna be the you're finna be the best president we've had since Reagan. You're you're fixing to be the best. Put your fucking phone down, log out. Let a media person take hold of it. Then, I, and Trump was like, fuck that shit. I have to I have to disagree with y'all. I really think that that's what made him catapult into winning over the country. I think that most of the country is sick of identity politics. They're sick of people beating around the bush. They're sick of cancel culture. And I think that people are like, holy shit. This guy is fucking great. I, I, that's what I mean. I would. That's not why I voted for him, obviously. But that was what dragged me to him when he was doing a rally, and this guy was like making a scene, and he goes, "Who's that? Throw him out in the cold. Throw him out. No coat. I would. Throw him out. Bye bye. No bye bye. No jacket. No coat. I would. I loved it. I would agree with you if he knew how to. If he knew how to word stuff the right way. It's even well, that's that was my problem. It was even like I agree with that. I, it, I I'm all fine for him being able to say what he wants to, but it's how he words shit. It was even like uh, when George Floyd got killed last year, which was a travesty. Him getting killed, nobody knocks like it was. It was bad. It shouldn't have happened like that. Even though there's a lot of other stuff that you know he put himself in that situation. He got what he got. Officer was wrong. Whatever. I support police officers, but in that case, it's kind of iffy. But if Trump would have came out at any point in time and said, look, I agree with y'all 100% that black lives matter, but I'm not supporting the Black Lives Matter organization, Trump fucking takes every bit of momentum from the Democratic Party right then and there. And then if he explains in depth why they're two different things, why black lives matter and why the organization are two different things. I think he, I think he hits a home run, but he never wanted to say it. I, I hear where I, I hear where you're coming from then on that, and and I do. Uh, I we I think that the entire nation can agree that watching what happened to that gentleman was obviously very unfortunate. Um, but I, I'm I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here for one second. You just now we're probably worried about, and, and I'm not saying you were or not, but this is just my thought. Everybody that's reported that that's white yeah. was probably so worried about how that very statement was going to come out of their mouth because if they said it wrong, they would be automatically labeled as racist because he happened to be an African-American man. Now, with that being said, if the guy was a white guy and he was a true scumbag and I said, well, it was shitty the way it happened, but what are you going to do? The guy's a fucking criminal. Nobody would have batted an eye. Well, nobody batted an eye when the veteran who lost his mind going through a PTSD episode off his medication call for help and died the same exact way. And he was actually choked on the neck for a whole lot longer than George Floyd and nobody knew about it. Absolutely, 100%. But that's my point is the reason why it was so polarized was because Yes, we saw it, and it was horrible if that happened to any human being. But it shouldn't be the first thing. I mean, shouldn't be the first thing that comes to your mind was, well, it was because he was a black guy, and he choked him the fuck out. 
But the thing, no. is, the thing is, is like you have some people in this world that are playing checkers, and you have some that are playing chess. If you're president of the United States, you have to be playing chess without a doubt. You know how that situation is going to play out if you do not say something. Now, exactly what you said, do. I know how to word that statement because I've said it 500 times. I've even said it on live radio before. Yeah. Trump has had the problem of not thinking a statement through before posting it or saying sure. it. Sure. I agree. That was the problem. I, that man is so intelligent that if he would not let, and this is where, Barbie, you can chime in on this one. Women are always labeled as irrational people. That as soon as mm-hmm. emotional emotions get a hold of them, they overreact and they are famous for apologizing for overreacting later because their emotions got the best of them. I feel right. like that was what happened with Trump a lot of the time. He let his emotions get the best of him, but later on, he wanted to apologize, but he can't because then it makes him yeah. look weak. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll agree with that. I also, I mean, if I look into the Obama administration, Obama was an extremely great public speaker. Um, he was our, his every word that he spoke was articulate. And I think that because he was such a great personable person, Okay. In general, like he was someone where you were like, damn, I want to have a beer with the dude and smoke a cigarette. I think because of that, everything else that was bullshit that he did, everyone was like, eh. But because Trump was this big asshole and he was visibly an asshole, he single-handedly probably ruined himself in the long run i I have a great analogy for that the best analogy for that is that's like you know if you're a child with divorced parents you're gonna go over to your mom's house who has the cool stepdad who likes to be your best friend and lets you do whatever you want to do and then you go home to your real dad and your real dad is over here giving you the tough love telling you the hard true facts giving it to you straight and not sugarcoating anything for you who do you think you're going to want to go to? You're going to want to go back over to mom's with a stepdad who doesn't want a parent who just wants to be your friend. Obama. So basically we're going to Obama's house. Yeah, you go. Uh, <laughs> Obama was literally that secret toxic relationship that all of us have had at some point in time. Obama could sweet talk you into fucking whatever he wanted to. And then behind closed doors, for a lack of better words, he's going to fuck you and he's going to leave you. Wanting more because you got you got left holding whatever in your hand. Mm-hmm. Obama Obama could trick you into loving him, but he doesn't love you back. Right. That's what his whole administration was. Is he tricked all these people? And I ain't gonna lie to you. I was not an Obama supporter. I, I never would be. But the man could give a speech like nobody's fucking business. He's probably the most 100%. charismatic president we have. I I was a George W. fan until I realized that. George was kind of a dumbass. And a big time. Like, a big time. I, I was I, I I love W, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> how the fuck was this our president? Like I, I have no idea. That would be like me end up being president. I would want everybody in this nation to say, you know what? We fucked up. Right. Josh Terry. Well, that's what's happening with Biden position. right now. I think that's happening with Biden right now. There's a, I really know, think that you don't hear ahead, a, you don't hear supporters right now. 
that's the thing is where they at. They're not saying anything. They're not saying a fucking word. I mean, I mean, it's fine, I guess, but I I would like them as an American to hold him accountable at least a little bit. I I think that they they at least owe Americans that. I, I don't know. I think that they're they're just doing us a disservice. Everybody, every single American. I just it's horrible. Well, it goes back to what me and you talked about months ago. Months ago, before the inauguration, before everything, man, you said, if he wins and he gets up on that stage and places his hand on that Bible, at this point, we know what we're going to be doing. We're going to continue living our lives and we are going to try to fix things the best way we can, right? In a peaceful way, in the right way. But at the same time, just let the Democrats see this is what you wanted. This is what you get. Well, he, and let it be a life lesson. He's done nothing to reassure the people that voted for him that they voted for the right person. Right. He, he's done nothing but, like, so far, gas prices have gone up, like y'all said earlier. Mm-hmm. Cost of rent and everything is going up, skyrocketing everywhere. So many people have lost their jobs because of the pipeline deal. They cannot justify some things. Like, how can you say, oh, these 700,000 people that lost their jobs, oh, fuck them. Like, how, you, right. you can't justify that. But, well, well and you, here in Texas, too, we're looking at it like this, especially right now. Here in Texas, because we just had that big freeze, I was one of the ones who lost my power for, what, three days? I had to go find a hotel. Thankfully, found a one, you know, one hotel room in the entire damn state. To where me and my kids and my husband can go and just be warm because we didn't have power. We had nothing. That's because, and they want to turn it to windmills. That We have, I think it's like a 30%, like our, our power supply actually comes from windmills. Well, when they freeze, what are we supposed to do? When, when they freeze up, what are we supposed to do? So now we're over here in Texas like, oh, and y'all want this Green New Deal? Y'all want to get rid of the pipelines. Y'all want to get rid of everything that could be sustainable to replace it. So if fucking Armageddon 2021 wants to happen again, where we freeze over, literally hell freezes over on President's Day. I mean, come on. Like, th- this is, it's innocent itself. And I mean, mind you, I do know that the government can't control our weather. So I do think we was being punished. But that's, you know, hearsay. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I, well, welcome back, fucking Miss Conspiracy Theory 2021. <laughs> We're not fucking, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Go ahead and tell everybody you're not batshit crazy or tell me you are batshit crazy so we can hey, go down that look, road. Look, look, right. I'm going I'm to I'm say it kind of quiet, but that's because my husband was in the military and he know things. And now this is where we end the show before... Uh, <laughs> FBI six, comes a knocking. Yeah, yeah, my podcast has got fucked and you can say whatever you want to on them. Uh, good, good job, shit. I thought that I was going to end up being the one that got the cops called here, but no, good job, Barbie. Um, it's always me. I'm, I'm always getting in trouble. I, I am too. That's, I am too. It's, um, it's fine. I, I just want to say this to both of y'all before we get off of here. Uh, I would love to have y'all come back on again. We didn't really get to y'all's story, but this ran too fucking good. People's going to love this. Uh, y'all two are real, and I, I very, very much appreciate that. I was fired for being real from the job that I always wanted. And uh, social media, I've been blessed to be able to have my own studio and everything now. And knowing after talking to y'all for a little over an hour now that y'all deserve the recognition that you get and you're not just clout chasers or whatever the stupid fucking word is. 
you both have said many, many things that makes perfect sense to why people love you guys. Uh, you're fucking real, and I very much appreciate it. The world needs a whole lot more of y'all, and you're not just like over-the-top conservative. Even though you both got conservative in your fucking name, <laughs> you've got real people everyday values. And if more liberals and more of these leftists listened to y'all and actually gave you a chance to hear your heart, oh, you fucking, you, you, you change everybody's mind. Y'all are the reason why our next generation, hopefully, are going to have people like y'all, me, my daughter is nine. I want her listening to aunt. I want her listening to you. She ain't going to ever listen to dad because dad's not fucking cool. <laughs> but when our kids see people that have these huge social media followings, what you're doing is what needs to be done to help the next generation not be soft. And I very much appreciate it. Well, we appreciate the compliment. Thank you. Definitely. Well, that yeah, means the world. You. Well, it's easy to tell the truth, y'all. Democrats and liberals don't know that fact, but it's... it's, it's <laughs> I had to throw one more jab in there. but You have to. It's, very, have to. it's very easy to tell the truth. Uh, so thank y'all. And I, I hope that if y'all can make time in the next couple of months... We'll set this up again. Uh, I would love that. And you're absolutely you're in Chicago, and you're in Texas, Barbie. Correct. So all next week, our podcast is going on the show uh, on the road. Excuse me, I didn't had a couple whiskey drinks. Uh, we're traveling. <laughs> we uh, the studio's staying here, but we bought equipment to take with us mobily. And uh, if we get up around your way, I'm hitting you up. And if we get around Texas, I'll uh, send you a message. So so I'll be in uh, I'll be in South Florida here in about a, a month or so. So I encourage you to come down. We're actually um, we're actually planning a meetup uh, with a bunch of conservative TikTokers out in Naples, Florida, uh, end of April. So if how close are you, you to Key West? Like, what's that? How close are you to Key West? Uh, about four hour drive. Okay, we're gonna be in Key West in a couple months. And y'all will have to come. I will make sure I get both of you a room. There's a thing, and it's the coolest shit you'll go to. I don't know if you like country music or not. Yeah. Okay. okay. There is a thing that is a writer's convention for songwriters. And it's in Key West. It's once a year. They haven't been able to do it. They didn't do it last year because of COVID. But you will get to see some people. And this isn't like, it's not really open to the public. It's you have okay. to know people to invite you. They don't advertise it because it's, it's very famous folks that are down there at little bars, writing with people, drinking, hanging out. You have to know people in the industry. Um, but you two would have a fucking blast. And I, I am there 100%, brother. Yeah. I mean, I'm already living in Florida. I could just take a ride down. I'll let both of you know. Um, y'all, okay. e Either one of y'all got anything like to hit another home run before we get off of here? Oh, my, my last home run is I'm sorry that I never responded to you on Instagram. <laughs> Um, I mean, when look, you messaged me about doing a show and the flight and the hotel, I was a little scared. Oh, you should have been. And then aunt, aunt messaged me a couple weeks later and was like, so this guy, and I was like, oh, he messaged me too. He's real. Now I feel bad for never responding. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. I'm glad you didn't jump on it and you researched it first. Uh, <laughs> but the worst thing that happens to me all the time is... And I, I mean this with all due respect towards you and your family. I mean nothing bad by this. You're a very attractive woman. You have to look out for yourself. You don't know me. You might think I'm a crazy person 
inviting you to my studio for whatever. You don't fucking know. You, you looked out for you. I don't, I, I have a daughter, dude. I hope that she acts the same way that you did about that. You were, you were very protective of yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to apologize for that. Well, I still feel bad because you're very nice and you are a real person. And don't, for, <laughs> don't forget cool as fuck. Yes, exactly. The well, now you took my exit. I was going to say he's cool as fuck. So whatever. I'm. I'm he took. He fuck. took his. No, he took your exit. I didn't. Take That's it. what I'm saying. He just took my exit. He's cool as fuck. I he didn't. I didn't know if you were going to compliment me or not. So I had to make sure I complimented myself. I'm really. By the way, from one conservative gay man to one straight conservative man, I love the beard. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's I'm, very. I'm going to have to come down there just to stroke the beard. I was hoping you weren't going to say stroke it in your head. <laughs> hey, listen, my whole I'm, platform is comedy. Trust me. I'm so comfortable with my sexuality. I'll let you touch it all you want to. Okay, well, it, let's, it, I, let's go. What I, the fuck I, I, I promise you, I call myself the king of the lesbians all the time. Uh, because I, I, I don't, dude, you're no different to me. Than, you're a lesbian now? I, I've always been a lesbian. I'm a big fan of their, <laughs> I'm a big fan of their cinematography. I bet you are. <laughs> I am. That's that's my go-to. But no, uh, dude, you've been called. I've drunk called Ant one night. I was in a truck full of a bunch of my boys. Yeah. And like I was literally talking to how cool you you had been when we had talked and everything. I was like, y'all got to fucking meet this guy. This guy's cool. Yeah. No, I, I think it's the world. I like the Aunt. fact that y'all are different. I, I like the fact that you're different. I don't give a fuck why you're different or for whatever reason you are. You have been very nice to me. I feel like you would be very nice to the people that are in my life that oh, I love. Yeah. And that, that's, dude, you don't know it yet, but y'all both family now. Y'all just joined the Raising Grace family. And, uh, yes. Here for it. Yeah. Y'all make sure when we get off here, though, Barbie, you can message me back. Send me your you <laughs> and uh, your kids and your husband's shirt sizes, and I'm going to send you some stuff from the studio. Same thing for you, Aunt. Awesome. All right. And sounds good, bud. Are you are you following my new Instagram though? You you might need to get it from Aunt. I don't know. I got I didn't get messaged back on the last one, so I didn't really look up the new Ooh. one. Yeah, I think that yeah that one <laughs> that one got deleted. <laughs> well, well, since that one got deleted, I'll go follow the new one. <laughs> well, thank y'all, thank y'all very much. Uh, I wish y'all nothing but success, and God bless both of y'all's families. Y'all keep doing what the fuck you're doing because the world needs more of it. Thank Thanks, you. Brother. You too. Take care. And, Take care. And thank every one of y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. I will catch y'all next time.